you for listening. Um, make sure you give this a share, a like. Um, go ahead, comment on where you're watching from. I'm excited to for us to be with you guys today and be able to have this conversation. Yep. Um, this will be episode one. Number one, new season. New season of the Uproar Podcast. Yeah, we were silent on you for a little bit. Yeah. But we were working. Don't worry. We're, we're always working. always working. Um, always I'm working. super excited for what we have planned. Yeah, tell um, them the plans real quick. So pretty much we're just going to be coming on here, um, and we have a whole bunch of topics and questions already pre-planned yeah and we're also have a lot of people lined up that we want you know to be able to come on here and bring in some friends be able on. to conversate with you guys some some really really dope people in mind so I, i'm ready for this thing to to really pick up be some great. pace i think it's going to be great i think yeah. you guys are really going to do us a favor it. and go ahead and share it just yeah. even now that's what i'm doing right now i'm going to share, share it let some people know invite people podcast is back it's live back. is back you don't want to miss it's gonna episode be great. one Tell me where y'all are watching yeah, from. Yeah, let us know. I want to know. Say what's up. I hate when people get on and they're just like quiet. Just quiet. Because what weird. some people, I, I do this sometimes. Don't be weird. What what some people will do is that they'll uh, they'll just click the audio, but they won't click on the actual video. They'll just I'm, unmute it from I've their never timeline. done that. I do time. that all the time. When I when I don't want people to know that I'm watching their live, I just click the. When I don't want people to know, I just hover over it and it starts doing the auto captions. <laughs> Oh, it does that. It does that. And I like the auto captions. I think they're really slick. But yo, That's for real, true. let us know where you're at. Stanley, I see you're on here. Y'all can't hide. Facebook you actually can. tells us. They tell you. Um, if you're on YouTube, you're safe, but Facebook actually tells us. Amen. Um, yeah, so we're going to be covering questions that, that I think are really important. I think Some hot too. questions. So, look, you got a question about, like, no Christian can answer this, or I've heard this a lot, and I don't yeah. know how to answer it. Yeah. Send it. We want to talk it. about it. We um, want to talk about make it. Make sure you guys, you know, you follow us on we're Instagram. Never scared. At the Upper Conference. Um, we're pretty active on there. So go ahead, DM us. If you have any questions or maybe things you want to hear us talk about, go ahead, DM us. You know, we're active on there all the yeah, time. Yeah, do it. Um, we just relaunched our Facebook, so you want to go and listen to that. And like that, share. It. I don't want to talk about it. He can't talk about it for uh, legal reasons, but <laughs> we might get kicked <laughs> off again. We just we just relaunched <laughs> it, um, so hopefully it stays up. Go ahead, uh, it's the upper uh, upper conference on yep. Facebook. Yep, yep. Go ahead, like that. In the future, once we you know get that really rolling again, that's where we'll be doing our lives. I'm and, excited and for things it. like that. And you know, obviously, you don't want to miss. We had like three um, K likes and yeah, tons zeroed out, zeroed out. Tons. I of keep pictures. emailing the lady. Her name's Bernice from Facebook. I keep emailing her. It's been like a year. She's like, please, can we talk please, about this? Please, can we talk It's like about a bad breakup. <laughs> yeah. I, need exactly I need closure. I need closure, guys. guys. But yo, um, we got some other things to talk about real yeah. quick. Before we so, get into the podcast, we brought you here we did. to tell you about some stuff. Some stuff. We have some announcements. What are we going to tell first? Um, the Upwar uh, conference signups are live. That's on the yes. website, right? Yes. Pre-registrations, Pre-registrations for year, 10, year are 10 are live. And we started sending some invites. We already confirmed. Obviously, Ted's going to be here. He's always here. Always here. But we confirmed a brand new guest for this year. If you think you know who it is, type it in the comments. Yeah, if you think you know who year 10, who we're bringing, type it in the comments. Let us know. And you know what? Maybe you're going to throw out a suggestion. We're for the people. We I'm are. telling you, we're for the people. So throw out a suggestion. And if we like it, I'm telling you, we might just do it. Yeah. I'm down. Like I said, you know, we're... We try to be really active with, you know, the community and people, our followers and things, like, people that come. I think that's way, I think that's way cooler than just, you know, just try to be 
way, you know, way better than everyone else and not listen to everyone, you know. We really want to want to make it a place where people will be able to come and actually enjoy. So if you have some maybe a, a, a dope suggestion on you, like, Already yo, this person's ideas. awesome. You're 10, baby. You're 10. You're, You're 10. 10. It's been 10 Crazy. years. And look, we're doing it at the church. We're not doing it at the arena. Yeah. So there's, like, legit only 1,000 seats. So you want to register fast. Period. Period. You're not getting in here unless you pre-register. Yeah. Period. Period. Also, um, there's this thing I did. And it's out. And if you already bought the book, let me know. I'm serious. If you bought the book, Go ahead, let, let us know me in know in the comments. Let us know what you're. Let favorite. us know. And maybe you're not watching live. Maybe it's a podcast. Hit us up. Let me know about it. Um, the whole deal is like I just think we talk about discipleship a lot. Jesus was really serious about discipleship, yeah. and we really don't know how to do it how Jesus did. So I read yeah. through the Gospels a ton. And really pulled out five major points that Jesus lived and embodied and showed in his life. Yeah. And uh, I put them into a book with some questions. Mm -hmm. And I think it's it's insanely important that we lay these foundations. I and agree. you know what? Um, go ahead and comment in here. If uh, if you comment on the live video, I'm going to pick one person. We'll, we'll send you a book. So we'll pick one person who comments during the live video. One person. We'll send you a book. You can get these CodyRSpencer.com uh, or on Amazon. Just type Built Book. Yeah. And, uh, man, I'm excited about it. I think it's going to help. I think it is going to help. I, I think it's an awesome book. Help me. It, definitely. I mean, I, I think stuff like this is... It's not just like a one-time read where you just like yeah. read it and like, all right, I'm done, and you throw it in the back of your closet. But this will be something that you'll be able to use for yourself, use for and your ministries, you and Jesus. whoever else you know you bring to Jesus. That's true. It won't just be you know one-time read and like, oh, okay. But but like, he doesn't know it. But he was really like a test dummy for the book. The I was. Whole time. I know. I was. He I was gave like me actively <laughs> writing it and trying. All of these things I've, I've prayed out on Buddy. <laughs> you know? He turned out okay. So I turned out okay. Listen, if you ever want, like, <laughs> well, does it actually work? Let my life be a testament. It works. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then this is, like, a huge announcement. Huge announcement. Brand new. Um, I'm actually crazy excited about this. We're going to post this about it on the Instagram. Uh, but, Buddy, go ahead and tell them what we're going to do. Real quick. So. Um, it's limited. It's limited. It's so limited. normally we run internships at our church. Um, we just finished our summer internship. That was amazing. Graduation um, with our youth. Our graduation is actually tonight. And so now we are currently, uh, we just planned and we went through and now we are going to launch our fall internship at the end of September. Woo. Now, here's the first time we're doing this ever. Not fall internship, but first this ever. thing right here. This is the first ever, what are we going to call it? Online, Online internship. internship. First one. We're, we're going to have 25 spots. That's it, just 25. Just 25 spots for the first 25 people to sign up, and you'll be able to be I'm a part really of an online uproar internship. We were planning planning this the other day, yeah. and I'm so stinking excited for it. I'm so Got a little graphic to show you guys. Um, you can go to... We're, you can go to theuproar.org right now, yeah. and on the top, it literally says internship. internship. Click that, fill it out. Look, we're going to do interviews. We're doing all of it. Yeah. I'm telling you what, I believe it's going to be a game changer for a lot of people. It's like 10 bucks to yeah. do it online, and it's three months. Three months. We're putting in a bunch of work for this because we believe in you. It's a great investment. 100%. We believe in you. It's a great investment. Um, and then the last thing before we get into it right now it's just uh, National Day Youth Evangelism. Yeah. Look, I'm really excited about this. You can go to ndye.org, but we're believing that God's going to use you, yeah. your students, your friends, your family members, 
and we're going to see a ton of people come to Jesus. Yeah. And I, uh, I don't want to wait anymore. We're already eight minutes into this. Eight minutes in. And we didn't get any content yet. We didn't. But we're here. We're here. We're doing stuff. And we want you to be a part of it. We're trying Amen. to build a, a community that turns this world upside down. Amen. That's exactly That's what right. I'm excited about. I am. So really this question came, though, from a conversation you were having. Yeah. Um, and it was a good conversation, from what I understand. It was. But I think it's something, like, we hear it a lot. Like, I actually just got a phone call. Mm -hmm. um, I ran, like, an hour and a half ago with uh, with Mo. Mm -hmm. And I got a phone call. And it was a number, like, a name I didn't recognize. You know how people change their Facebook names? It's really weird, weird sometimes. Yeah. So I answered. He's like, yo, are Muslims and Christians the same? Okay. Okay. Good question. It was a good question. And then he's like, well, was Jesus Jewish? I was like, okay, really good question. Yeah. Um, and got to answer some of his questions. But this is something that people talk about a lot. It is. Um, so let's bring it up. Do we all serve, Do we all serve the, the same, same God? God? That This, and I, honestly, it hasn't really been since. It's only been uh This is a, a newer question, now. I think. But it really isn't. Because it's really been something that's been, a, a, not around for forever, but I say at least for the past maybe year or two. Because a lot of the things that I'm starting to notice that people are talking about, posting, sharing, are the same ideologies that are involved with people who believe that we just all serve the same God. And so to really break that down is that what people believe is that they believe that you can be Christian, Muslim, Buddhist, uh, practice Hinduism, you can be whatever. And at the end of the day, that same practice is all involved that it, we're all serving this the same god allah huh. is the same as the christian god is the same as buddha they're all the same person right. now i've heard the argument before that um about ishmael and isaac yeah. and how uh, god is still the same god yeah. because of isaac and ishmael yeah. so i've heard that argument before mm -hmm. i completely disagree with yeah, it like, completely disagree even in the names they ascribed to themselves mm -hmm. They declare themselves to be different gods, different gods, which is really interesting. Like one is named Allah, and the God of the Bible is Yahweh. Yahweh. Yeah. Um, so that's like okay. Even the names they gave themselves exactly. are completely different. Yeah. I think that's really important. Like, uh, like I wouldn't say that Buddy is the same as as me. No. Uh, we have different well, upbringings. Mm -hmm. Different names. Yeah. We look a little bit different. Yeah. We do things differently. Yeah. Um, are we similar in that we're humans? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're two completely, totally different people. Completely, totally different. Two, two totally different people. And and I use so I use like you know I had make made a short post on this. Yeah. And I was like you know all claims of truth they they can't all be true. No, that doesn't make any it, sense. It doesn't make sense. And I, the analogy I used was I was like you know if I put an orange and and I ask a whole bunch of people well what is this? One person says well that's an orange. Another person says well that's an apple. Another person said, well, yeah. that's a banana. I, I cannot say, well, you guys are all right. Yeah. It, it's logically, you can't all be right. Not everybody. It, it can it, only be an orange. It can't also yeah. be an apple. And I think that's one of the problems we're running into is we're really nervous to tell people that they're wrong. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. And we're, like, scared to let people know that they're wrong. Yeah. And I think that's, like, a big mistake Christians have made Yeah. is we're almost scared that we're going to hurt people's feelings. But, like, Jesus oh, literally true. said, like, that his gospel, what he was teaching, his good news was offensive to people. Yeah. It reminds me in the Old Testament. I'd have to look it up. I don't remember off the top of my head. Yeah. Um, but there was actually a king who found the Bible. He found old scrolls. Mm -hmm. 
and he was having people read through them, and the ones that he didn't like that contradicted his life, they would cut and throw into the fire. So wow. nobody else could live by them. Wow. And a lot of Christians do that because Ooh, yeah. whatever makes us uncomfortable or if we mm-hmm. think it would make someone else uncomfortable, we refuse mm-hmm. to touch it. It's so true. But the crazy thing is, like, it's not my right to tell people that they're okay when they're, they're like, not okay. It's true. It's like so, It's true. An analogy I just started using is like, okay, let's say I'm your doctor, and uh, <laughs> this would be nuts. And we find out you have like stage five cancer, you got a month to live. Yeah. And I just decided, I looked at the nurses like, yo, we're not going to tell him. Yeah. We're just going <laughs> to pretend like nothing happened, and when he when he passes, he passes. Yeah. That you can't do that. You can't like, do that. You're going to jail, yeah. bro. You are in big trouble yeah. if you, can't, you do this. You can't do that at all. Like... It's like a, a, I use a pretty much a, a similar analogy. It's like I have, you know, the cure to a to a sickness that majority of the world has. Yeah. How how wrong would I be? You're a jerk. If I knew that, hey, I have this cure that can cure you, so you do not die. But I'm gonna keep it to myself because because like I don't want to give you person. bad news and. I don't want to tell you that you have this sickness that that you're gonna die. So I'm just gonna keep it to myself because I don't want to offend you. Right. I don't want to. I don't want to tell you that you know the current lifestyle that you're in right now is gonna to lead to to death. Yeah, and that's that's a really scary part because then nobody knows what what Christians believe, mm-hmm. and they come up with what they think Christians they should, think believe. should believe. It's and true. then we never use our own voice. And like at the end of the day, if we if we don't stand up, we're gonna lose our voice. Yeah. Like we need to cover basics. Exactly. We need to we need to stand strong on a truth and not rip our own pages out. And one of the pages, no, we do not serve the same God. No. All these gods have given themselves a name mm-hmm. that's different. Way different. A different lifestyle mm-hmm. that they've commanded. Yep. And they've actually said they're the only way mm-hmm. to get to whatever heaven or paradise they've yep. promised. Yep. Jesus said it like this. It was John 14, 6. Yep. I am the way, the truth, and the life. Nobody comes to the Father except through me. So using Jesus' statement, like, there's only one way to get to God, and that's through Jesus. Exactly. And obviously the Quran teaches different, different. and Buddhism teaches different, different, and New Age teaches different, yep. and all these things teach different from what Jesus taught. Exactly. Therefore, they can't all be the they, same. Yeah, they can't all they can't all be true because they all contradict one another. Only right. one can, only one can be true. Right. Well, with that logic, if they can all be true yet contradictory, then God is super confused yeah. in Himself. Yeah. And I would say that all of this, the holy scriptures of the Bible, the Quran, every almost every holy book would describe their God as being a perfect being. Yeah, I agree. So there's no way you could actually justifiably argue that they're all the same yet demand different things because then the conclusion is we have a very confused God. Exactly. And I think what's why what's insane to me is that in and as people, right, we know as people we all recognize that every relationship that we'll ever be in, there's rules and stipulations. Every single one. But it's weird that when we get to God, we believe we can act any way we want, and he's still willing to have a relationship. That's a really scary thing. It is. And, and we believe just when we get to God, you're not going to look at, you're not going to tell your boyfriend or your girlfriend, and be like, you can act any way you want, and I'm just going to still be. Right. And, and like what that leads to is like, well, Jesus said, follow my commandments. Exactly. Believe in me, love me, follow my commandments, and that's your route to heaven. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Muslims believe that the only way to Allah is through deeds, it's through deeds right? It's yeah. through deeds, and there's not really relationship, yeah. but it's more deed and, and works-based. Yeah, like they believe that the closest relationship you can have with Allah is a servant to a master. Not like, you know, a son or a daughter or, you know, or anything like that. It's yeah. like a servant And to even a Jesus in John 17 says, I no longer call you servants, I call you friends. friends. Yeah. So it's really interesting that even, even that's completely separated. Completely separated. Or, or even with like, Within Buddhism, with they don't even believe that there actually is a God. They just believe that, you know, with karma and that we go through a cycle of life. Right. And then once we we can reach nirvana, which is complete unattachment from worldly things, right. then that's when we escape the cycle of life. Right, which is completely different completely from what different. Jesus taught. Jesus completely taught, different. like, I'm the vine, you're the branches. Exactly. Yes, we're to be connected fully to, to him. Exactly. But... Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added yeah. unto you. Exactly. Um, so it's every single one of them have a completely different teaching. Mm -hmm. um, you know what I was actually reading this morning is really interesting is Exodus, um, I believe I'm in 17 right now. And let me open it up real quick. When Jethro comes after God like literally swallows up all the Egyptians, mm -hmm. Jethro comes, and this is interesting because he comes. These thin line Bibles, guys, are so hard. Yeah, they're to actually difficult. Get. It's it's uh, Exodus eighteen, uh, verse nine through we'll say eleven. It's really cool. It says then Jethro rejoiced for all the good which the Lord had done for Israel, yeah. in whom he delivered out of the hand of the Egyptians. And Jethro said, Blessed be the Lord who has delivered you out of the hand of the Egyptians and out of the um, hand of Pharaoh, and who has delivered the people from under the hand of the Egyptians. Yeah. And verse 11 is really cool. It says this. It says, Now I know that the Lord is greater than all the gods, for in the very thing in which they behaved proudly, he was above them. Yeah. And this is crazy, because what Jethro is saying is like, if you don't know it, all of the, uh, all of the plagues were actually like a one-up of the Egyptian gods. Ah, Go through and look this up. This is crazy. Like yeah, crazy. when it all blacked out, they believed in a sun god. So mm. all of Egypt was blacked out, but where where Israel was uh, was still light. Wow. So God was showing in that plague. He it, it's crazy showing I'm greater than your god, yep. and my people still get my benefits. Yep. So it's really like all of them, every yep. single one of them correlate. Yep. And it's crazy because what Jethro is saying, and Jethro was not like an Israelite. He no. was not one of God's people. Yeah. But what he said is, I'm seeing that you, that your God is greater than the other gods. Mm -hmm. So are other gods alive and real? Yes. Mm -hmm. But is God greater than them? Yeah. And if God is greater, then how are they all the same one? Yeah. Even in that instance. You know what's interesting too? Uh, there's a guy named Joel Ramsey. Mm -hmm. I think he's really cool. He does like... Big time ministry stuff in Africa and yeah. like he's awesome. But he was saying when they're in Africa, they don't have to debate is God real? Mm -hmm. They have to debate whose God is whose greater. God is, ah, okay. How crazy is that? That is actually crazy. That their conversation is not whose God is greater. Mm -hmm. Their their converse, or their conversation is who whose God is stronger, yeah. not whose God is real. Yeah. And I, I think it what's super important and in, in even to use uh how you say like correct terminology is that is that when we, when, like us personally, when we speak about our God, we're, we speak about our God, capital G. Yes. And then when we speak about other gods, we speak about God's lowercase g because and anyone can make anything a God. 
Like, true. I can pick up this phone and I can say this is my God and I can I worship mean, it. Some of the Eastern religions, literally, yeah, Hinduism, they have everything as a I God. I believe they have over like and you can choose thirty-five million different gods. It's anything. Like they can go and like they can pick up a rock out of a field and say this is like I this is like a God, and they have a whole like um, process where they go do a whole bunch of things like all that. Yeah. So like you can make anything your God, but. What we believe at as Christians is that we that there is only one true God and He is all powerful, all knowing, and all present, and yes. that every other one is is not that. Yeah, and you talk about even like Philippians chapter two. It says that at the end of the day, every knee will bow and mm-hmm. every tongue will conf- confess that Jesus, Jesus Christ is Lord. So the reality is there too. Like that's not just saying like every human. Mm-hmm. That's every knee and mm-hmm. every tongue. So we got Jethro saying, hey, guys, the reality is that your God outdid all the other gods. Mm -hmm. We got Paul talking to the church in Philippi. He's saying this. He's saying, look, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. We have Jesus saying, I am the way, the truth, and the life. There's no one to the Father except through me. Mm -hmm. And all the Holy Scriptures contradict each other, which I think is very important. That if if they're all right, then we have a very confused God. A very confused God. Like what what kind of one what, what kind of God would that be if 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 he would place that type of confusion where he would have all these different books, all these different readings, all these different names? It doesn't. It doesn't even like logically make sense in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, it. And I've heard some people they're like, well. Wouldn't God take mercy on somebody who, like, genuinely tried and gave their all to a God, even if it might not have been him, because it was genuine? And, dude, this is crazy. So, like, Ravi Zachariah just passed away. Yeah. He's a literal genius. Literal genius. Like, the smartest dude maybe ever. <laughs> literal genius. And he said this. This blew my mind. You probably heard this. If you heard this online, let me know. He said, it wouldn't be right of God to bring somebody to the heaven who didn't believe in him or who hated him. He said, that, this is crazy, he said, in fact, making somebody go to heaven who hated him or didn't mm-hmm. believe in him or believed in another God and yeah. another paradise would be bringing them to their hell. Yeah. It's, it's, that, that our heaven, so our God's heaven would be their hell. That's so true. That's so true. I, I heard it. I that think is he, like, that hurts my mind, bro. I think That's nuts. Maybe it was him that said that or someone else. Oh, no, it was another dude. He was like, um, would it be true love if a guy was started to stalk a girl and kept trying to get, no. get him to be with her? No. And she was like, no, rejected him, rejected him. And then one day forced her to be with him. No. No, people would say no. Like, what the heck? That's weird. That's crazy. So why, after people willingly choose to reject God, yeah. why would he force them to spend eternity with him? After they decide, that's why when people ask, like, does God send people to hell? God doesn't send anyone anywhere. We make our own decisions and our own choice. We do. And we make our, when we, every whenever we decide to not obey God's word and go against God's word, that's us choosing where we would like to spend our eternity. Hundred percent, because his heaven would at that point be our hell. He would force us. He would be. He would be. It would be a us. hell for us. Exactly. How crazy is it to think that heaven could be hell for somebody else? Because wow. they they expected a different paradise. Yeah, they do. And he's not gonna force it. Yeah, they do. A lot of people like God. His he is his like moral law. Like God, it's not like he's putting 
you know, these these laws out here and then he doesn't abide by them. That's true. No, he he is a holy, moral God. So in heaven, that's what it's going to be like. So why would he let you live how you want to live and then have you come to a place that's completely opposite than the way Right. That's a good point, too. That's a really good, that's a really good point. Okay, so, I mean, what does the Bible say about do we all serve the same God? So we see um, 1 Timothy 2.5, For there is one God, and there is one mediator between God and man, and the man is Christ, Christ Jesus. Jesus. I think that's really important, though, where, like, Scripture clearly says there's one God, mm-hmm. and, and there's one, one mediator. Medi- and that's huge. One mediator. Yeah. Which means, th- I-, I think, which is important and even helps with um, John fourteen six, how how Jesus says there's only way yeah. through to the Father is through me. Yeah, and it says the only there's only one meteor, and that's Jesus. And that's me- that yeah. shows. And it's cool. He actually described himself too as like a gate. Yeah, exactly. which I think is a really cool analogy too. There's only one. So if you think about a mediator, like a mediator is someone who sits between mm-hmm. to make something possible. Exactly. The reality is like Jesus sat between us and sin. Mm-hmm. To make salvation possible. Exactly. He's the gate. He's the mediator. And there's only one. Only one. According to the Bible, there's mm-hmm. only one. And that might not make everybody happy. It's not. <laughs> but the goal of God is not to make everybody happy. No. The goal of God is to make everyone in his return to the original image he had exactly. of us, which is righteousness. Exactly. And righteousness is defined by God. And a lot of people get mad. Like, they do. Like, I, I put up a post the other day, like, it would honestly be a lot easier if I didn't have to tell people about oh, yeah. sin. You know how easy it would be if, if I just let people, like, yeah, you can do whatever you, you want. Do doesn't matter. Want. God don't care. I don't care. But he does care. Yeah, he does. And he's told us, like, he's coming back for a spotless, spotless bride. bride. And my job's not to entertain. My job is to to equip, to mature, to unify. Yeah. My job, um, scripture, is for exhortation. It's for rebuke. It's yeah. for growth. Yeah, and and if we don't stand on scripture but feelings, then uh, eventually what happens is the church is completely consumed by universalism. Mm. And if you don't know what universalism is, what's up, Jalen? What's up, Melissa? Universalism is where you basically go and the de- every decision is made on what's for the greatest good of the whole community, yeah. not what has God said, not what is God expecting, not as mm. not as what God has commanded yeah. that we show as love, but what's the greater good for the community. Yeah. And when we walk away from God being the one true God, and, and he has expectations, and he, he sets certain standards, mm. then we actually walk right into universalism. Yeah. And you know what? I could see the heart behind it. Yeah. But you don't get to heaven just because you got a nice heart. No. You get to heaven because you love Jesus yeah. and you follow his commands. Mm-hmm. Um. And he was really clear about that. So there's one God, one God, one mediator. One his mediator. name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. Um, Isaiah 46, 44, verse 6. Thus says the Lord. Um, yes. It's so funny. He says, thus. <laughs> thus is always an interesting thing. That is it a is. cute bandana, Pastor Chad. Thus says the Lord, the King of Israel and his Redeemer, the Lord of hosts, I am the first and I am the last. Besides me, there is no God. Plain, plain and simple. Plain and simple. That was plain pretty straightforward, and, I believe. What I, I think these are some of my, my, my favorite verses is that, oh, is that these are, are, are some of my favorite verses are the ones where it's just like flat out plain and simple. Where it's just, besides me, there's no other God. Plain and simple. Can't, no, one, no one can interpret it wrong. 
No one can say otherwise. No one can say, you know, anything. It's just plain and simple. There is no other God but me. Um, Isaiah 43.11 says, I, I am the Lord. Besides me, there is no Savior. So there isn't even anyone else out there that can save you besides Jesus, besides him. Nobody. No one. Nowhere. No how. And I think also now what I love about these verses is that when it says like there is no other savior, so it means there's no one there's no one else that can save you. And we know that Jesus is our savior. We yeah. also know that Jesus is the word that became flesh and dwelt among us. That's good. That's that means good. there there's as well, what's the word? We we know the Bible is the word. Yep. And that means there's no other teaching. Jesus isn't the Quran. Jesus isn't whatever, no. you know Yeah. The, Whatever John Buddhist, chapter 1. It, he's the word that became flesh and dwelt among us. What's cool too is John chapter 1, verse 14 and 17, they clarify that Jesus is the fullness of truth and grace. Yeah. So really, if you want to know what the full truth is, it's Jesus. Yeah. And Jesus is the word. Mm -hmm. um, so if you really like, as a Christian, and you believe the Bible and you stand on the Bible, you have to believe that. Yeah. There's no way you can get around universalism or other gods or um, open open borders to heaven yeah. based upon what you believe. No, there's there's one way to heaven. There's one mediator. His name's yeah. Jesus, mm -hmm. and he's clearly defined who he is, what he does, and the expectations he has on on humans yeah. inside of that. Now, yeah. it's just very important that do we all serve the same God? Absolutely not. No. Man, some people serve the God of alcohol. Yep. Some serve the God of social media. Mm -hmm. Some serve the God of, of lust. Yep. Some serve the God of alcohol. Mm -hmm. But they all all those really point back to the devil. Yeah. Satan. Yep. Um and then some some serve Allah. Yep. Who I, I couldn't couldn't have him as my master. No. Man, there's no relationship. None. There's no real true expectations other than eternity. Yep. And I, I couldn't serve a rock. No. It's just, that ain't it. No. Not for me. No. Maybe for somebody, not but for not me. for me. Nope. And th it's just really important. We do not all serve the same God. And I think your analogy of if an orange is an orange, it's an orange. We An orange is not an apple. It's never an apple. No. And God defined himself yeah. as Yahweh yeah. of the Bible. The one true God. The one true God. And he declared it of himself, and every knee will bow, and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Amen. And it's very important. Now look, you can partner with Uproar Conference. You can cash app us, money sign, money sign. dollar sign, Uproar Conf, C-O-N-F. Or you can go to theuproar.org, backslash give, or just go to theuproar.org and click the give button. Or you can text us, um... Anything, really. The yeah. text number, let me get that real quick for you guys. The text number is not going to pop up. That's okay. You can do one of those two. And honestly, what we're believing for right now is 100 partners yeah. at $20 a month. Yeah. 100 partners at $20 a month. Um, we've been praying for 25 partners at $100 a month. And we currently have 23. So if yeah. you're sitting there, you're like, hey... I think God's called me to do that. You can go set up reoccurring giving on our website. Um, but, man, we're just blessed, um, and we, we'd love to invite you to support Upper Conference. Uh, I'm excited to announce 
some more things we got in the works. We got the internship. That's going to be great. We got one nights coming up in the spring. Oof. We're trying to do four or five of them this year. Heck got yeah. calls out now. National Day of Youth Evangelism. Yep. Conference itself just ended, and oh my gosh, it was out of this world this out year. This Literally world. out of this world this year. Out of this world. Um, and man, I just, if you feel led to give, give. Yep. I would encourage you to give. Yep. Obey God and all that you do. I'm not going to trick you. I'm not going to beg you. No. If you feel that, man, God's calling me to partner with Uproar Conference, mm-hmm. theuproar.org backslash give or cash app money sign Uproar Conf. Buddy, where can they find us? Um, Yeah, so make sure you follow our social medias. That's where we'll be having, um, we'll be uploading these videos, uploading tons of content. Um, any you know information, news, things like that, so you guys can stay informed. You can go to our Instagram, follow us at the Uproar Conference on Instagram, or you can follow us on Facebook or subscribe to us on YouTube at Uproar Conference. Like I said, you guys want to stay informed. You guys want to make sure uh, if you're interested and in enjoy our content, that's where you'll be able to listen and find all that. Um, I hope so. I hope you and guys enjoyed uh, the podcast for today. And make sure you like this, share it with a friend, and tune in next week.